Hello and welcome to Faking Lit, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good chums and we discuss a book that we've all read. My name's Xin Si and I love books so much that I've written a song about how much I love books. Let me just some tune this up. My name's Dan Offen, um, and my favourite, I only listen to songs by the indie band The Books. Hmm. Uh, hello, my name's Haran X, um, I also like books, um, in fact I do something called uh, book holding, where I get a book, and I hire a book to have sex with my wife when I watch. Hi, my name's Josh Bellman, and uh, I love books so much, I hope that they never end, so I've started a campaign against bookends. Uh, trying to promote circular bookshelves in Africa. Thank you very much for joining me today, uh, gentlemen. And it's all lads today. Thank you for that. Yeah. I think this is going to be a very fruitful conversation. Uh, Alice couldn't make it today because she didn't read the book. So she's waiting outside in the hall whilst we discuss this book. So we are dealing with, uh, we're talking about uh, the time traveler's wife, obviously. Um, Interesting thing about the way time travel is portrayed in this book, I thought. Usually we're told that time travel involves a machine of some sort. But this is the first time I've ever seen time travel being represented as a genetic disorder, a disease. Uh, the way that it works, Henry's time traveling is completely random and it can be triggered by stress. And depending on the, his mindset, uh, or what he's thinking of, or where he is, uh, he'll uh, travel to certain periods uh, of his life or even other people's lives. Uh, did, we, did we like the way that this, uh, the idea, the pathology of time travel? What do we think about that? Time travel is a disease. I thought it was very realistic. Mm -hmm. And the way that, how there were numerous uh, sort of chapters in the book, I liked how I very much relate to Henry the character when he went into a busy club and he was waiting to do a wee and there was, and someone was doing something in the in the stall, so he had to go in the, go into the, the urine trough, as as it's called, and then everyone was looking at him, and he couldn't get it, couldn't the wee didn't come, and then he just t went to another time. What time did he go to? I can't remember this part. Oh, this part. Yeah, so when he went from the f the first, but well, it happened several times. I think he. I don't understand why he just didn't avoid. Clubs. Use a stall. He's one of the stalls. Well, well that, I mean, that's the thing. Is that there were eight pages of him just waiting, banging on the door. <laughs> well, there's people having sex, doing cocaine. Yeah, co yeah. I think, I think, I don't think uh, Audrey ever specified whether people were having cocaine or sex or sex cocaine or sex cocaine. Sex cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex cocaine. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought, I thought, I really related to the fact that Henry was a shy, shy peeman. I'm also a shy peeman. Um, and I just thought, it, I, I wish that sometimes when I'm doing a wee and everyone's looking, I wish I could disappear. Mm. No, I, I, I know that feeling. I, I, um, I, I would say that like going to the toilet is possibly one of those moments in your life where you're, you're kind of at your most vulnerable, aren't you? Um, 
Like your pants are literally down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea at, at of his like, ankles. That's of course he, they specify. It's weird that he pees. Like, maybe that's why it's that part of the genetic condition. Because mm. most people, when they just go, well, sometimes they undo the top button of yeah. their trousers. Some people just go through the fly. And mm-hmm. um, we all know what's the correct one of those to do. But uh, uh, the other one. Yes, the other one. But Henry always puts his trousers all the way down to his ankles, so everyone can see his bare bum. Well, I think that's symbolic of his his shirt, doesn't he? (laughs) Up to just below his chin. Yeah. Yeah. One of the tragedies of the book, of course, is that he always arrives um, after time traveling naked, so he doesn't have any of his clothes in him. Which is a shame because when he travels from the uh, 80s to the noughties, of course, his clothes then would have been very in because mm-hmm. um, of the 80s was back, but all the retro vintage excellence that he would have been wearing fortunately disappears and mm. doesn't get to keep it. Well, so he's never fashionable. Well, this is an interesting point um, that I want to raise. As you said, he always arrives when he's time traveled and he's got nothing. He's abs- absolutely naked. So as a result, he has to steal clothes. He has to uh, get himself um, to a a nice warm place where he can stay and just wait it out until he returns to his own time. So, by all, by it's basically uh, stated that Henry is a criminal for most of this. He steals clothes, he pickpockets, he's taught to pick locks and learn a modicum of self-defense, which he's actually taught by his older self at one point. Do we like Henry? Is he a likable character? I think he's a really deep existential guy. In what way? In the way that he, he just like explores all the themes like with himself, it's really deep. <laughs> so, wait, sorry, he explores all the themes, he's very deep. I, I suppose you could say it like that, but I just thought like, 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 like just like, you know, like, like looking at like themes, he's like so deep. Uh, but, but also like at the same time, it's not, it's not like, it's not like shallow either. You know, sometimes when things go deep, they can get quite shallow. Yeah, well, I, I, well, um, I, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that nonsensical statement. Uh, no, 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 but you know what I mean, though, don't you? A statement but is only a contradiction. <laughs> There's not, nothing else to it. There's not no, a like, like, um, no. If something goes into a swimming pool and then, like a U bend, some sort of U shaped object would go deep. And then come up shallow. That's no, not, that's not how deepness <laughs> works. That, that's not what I was talking <laughs> about. I meant it in like terms of like themes because, like, sometimes when people try and be deep, it's like I'm being so deep. And then now, when when in this book, like that, how Henry does all the themes, it's like really like actually deep as opposed to shallow. I, th- I, I, I read I'm, the book. I think, I think, I, I think I know what Josh is saying here, right? You're saying that it's so shallow that it's gone opposite to becoming deep again. Well, especially after he fucks his own bummy. <laughs> he fucks himself in the bum. That's nice. Do we have to put an E on this? Wait, is it, are, there two, are there two bodies when he fucks himself in the bum? Or is yeah, it, yeah, yeah. He's got a wrap around. No, no, no. That's not his other special power. <laughs> <laughs> You said he had to take his trousers down to his ankles. I've seen that's what he's got. To do a sort of large, malleable appendage. <laughs> a malleable appendage. Yeah, that's capable of like going deep and then shallow. <laughs> so you, as, as in, you could black like you do like a blacksmith like smiths a malleable piece of iron. Yeah, and then he's like, yeah. Well, you could probably melt with jet fuel, oh, and yeah. then 
bend. No, he just he has a normal cock. Oh, okay. <laughs> he has a normal. Does he mention this in the book? Yes. Was, yeah. uh, Did you not see the picture? Well, there's white because obviously the book is also told from the perspective of the wife. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. always going. Well, the thing because what I didn't understand yeah. if we go on to have talked about him for a little while. Okay, yeah. What I understand is obviously being with him is a nightmare. Yes. He's always late to everything. Yes. Because he's travelling. He barely remembers her. No. He's never, never got his phone on him. Never got his mm-hmm. phone because he doesn't mm-hmm. have a phone in the 80s. So mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And why does she stay with him? Yeah, no. And she, she claims it's because he's got a very normal penis, which she likes. But a lot of men, have, like, most men have a normal penis. I would say it. I, I mean, he she doesn't go out with someone else. The whole time traveling thing is like um, a brilliant out for anything, though, isn't it? Like yeah. you were out all night, you were away. Like oh, baby, I was time traveling. No, I didn't have my phone. Couldn't call you. I was time traveling. Um, you didn't make it my birthday. Didn't get me a gift. Sorry, I was time traveling. And you can't have a go at me because it's a genetic disorder. And I've got a doctor's yeah. note. And if you do, it's kind of like you're being ableist, basically. It's That's, true. Like he has a complete and total get out of jail free card. Um, which I- he, he, which to his credit. He doesn't actually exploit at any point in the in the no. book. I thought that was really deep of him, like it how it how it how it like explored lots of themes of love. Yes. Love was a really good one. Mm. Um because like do they love each other? Mm. Yes, I think. Well it is, isn't it? It's a love story, right? Mm. These these two people, these um who are um are kind of annoying, I guess. They find love with each other. One of them's let's one of them's always time traveling all the time, and the other one, she is apparently an artist who makes paper dolls. It says here, Claire Ann Abshire, an artist who makes paper sculptures. That's origami. You can't say it's paper sculptures. You're not. You can't sculpt paper. I mean, you see, this you is fold the thing. paper. I think Audrey's really like like locked on something here. That's also like quite um, what's the word? Uh, deep, deep. <laughs> deep. Uh, and and she's trying to get us to question what is art, like what is art? Is it paper sculptures? Yes. You know, it's deep. Wow, that's so deep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's hard to argue with that. <laughs> um, what? So, what? So let's let's talk about Claire, the uh, the the titular wife. <laughs> <laughs> she is titular. <laughs> yes, I don't understand. <laughs> um, so sh- she she meets Henry when she is uh, twenty years old. They meet at the Newbury Library where Henry works, and although Henry's never seen her before in his life, she has known Henry all her life. She he's twenty eight though when they meet. Yes, absolutely. Which, according to the rule of half your age plus seven. Is not acceptable. Yeah, because mm. you be yeah, twenty-one years. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm glad you. Put, <coughs> I'm glad you brought this up, Dan. So he's a bit of a time pedo, isn't he? Oh, <laughs> time pedo. <laughs> a bit, totally. Henry meets Claire uh, when he's twenty-eight and she's twenty, which in itself already contravenes that half your age plus seven rule. Mm. Um, but after having met her, he starts finding himself traveling back in time to Claire's life as a kid. Mm. And he starts basically time stalking her. Now you can argue that like, oh, he doesn't have control over it. He doesn't know where he's time traveling, but he's effectively traveling back in time to this young girl's life and having an impact on it. Uh, to the point where Claire knows, feels like she's known him, known him all her life. And more controversially, 
a, I think a 41 year old Henry takes Claire's virginity when she's 18. It's very he's like it's a bit like Woody Allen, isn't he? Oh, adopting. I, if Woody uh, Allen had a time machine, yeah, because that's exactly what Woody Allen would do. Ad yeah. Adopting Sun Yip, or that would be a great movie, by the way. That would, Woody Allen's Back to the Future, or Woody Allen as the Terminator. Goes uh, back I can time and sleeps with young women. Yes. You can do that now, Woody Allen. <laughs> Much better in the seventies. I, I need your I need your your clothes, your bike, and your motorcycle. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is this is this is um the, the, this is who we're talking about and why I think that it's um it's hard for me to get on board with this love story because it's so wrong on many, many levels. He does really. effectively groom her. I agree. That is, that, I mean, like like he's using his time travel powers to groom his wife to be but then obviously at the end of the book i think it works the same in reverse because then she becomes a massive pedo in the sense that he's 43 and she's 82. i don't think so half her age plus seven pedophile's not <laughs> yeah i suppose so <laughs> i think if you have sex with how are we defining pedo? when you're 80 you're not a pedophile <laughs> and that's probably all right damn <laughs> half of 82 mm. yeah yeah yeah, it's 41. 41 plus 7, 48. Is he 48? No. Pedo. Yeah, pedo, yeah. Yeah, he is a pedo, I suppose. The math checks out. Yeah, the math yeah. checks out. Right. Tell me that it wouldn't go down like that in a court of law. Yeah, Tell well, that, me that's it the rule they have in all court of laws. Just go half your age plus 7, mate. <laughs> like, Wait, so go to jail. Have do you not pass go, do not say to an 80 year old can have sex with a 11 year old. You can half your age plus seven. An eight-year-old can have sex with an eleven-year-old. Sure. Yeah, oh, okay. that's fine. Fine, fine. fine on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody at this table has a problem with that. Um, if you're five, you can only have sex with people who are eight. Yeah. Or above. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. It's really good. Yeah. And if you were one. <laughs> you're, you're not really allowed to have sex. Yeah, but you'd be able to have sex with a seven-year-old. But, but <laughs> they're not allowed to have sex with you. And you it's the aggressor in the... Uh, yeah, but, like, but I'm saying, according to the rule, a one-year-old would be able to have sex with a seven-year-old, even though the seven-year-old would not be able to have sex with them. I'm just saying it's a paradox. Yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, saying the seven-year-old would go to jail, but the one-year-old would be fine. If you're, so, like, if totally you're, legal. If you are the square root of minus one years old, mm. which is an imaginary number, mm -hmm. you can have sex with whoever you want to. That's what I always say. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. We're talking about the, the power dyna dynamics of this couple. Who do you think holds the power in this couple? Do you think it's an even? Are they on an even footing in this relationship? She effectively cares for him. I think it's a big because he, uh, he uses her to give him clothes and food when he mm. arrives because he arrives naked so he mm -hmm. thinks get a woman to do that for me yep not going to be bothering to take care of my own life mm -hmm. this is the lad part and I think we can all agree yeah yeah what we men and she like. also uses him for his normal sized penis yeah he does before he oh. climaxes he often time travels mm -hmm. um, to a different period or to just after mm -hmm. when you say period do you mean what do you mean? <laughs> when she was 13 years old? Oh, okay. No, yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, uh, yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Uh, she is, she is completely um tending to all needs, like you said. Like it's clear who wears her trousers in this 
well, in this book, even when he's not wearing any trousers. He's not wearing any trousers, he's wearing a magic trousers. Half the time. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's bloody... So much nudity in this book. So much nudity. Mm. Um, um, but yeah, it's clear that um, Henry has the upper hand in this relationship. Was I the only one who kept getting uh, regular uh, excitement? During the 564 no, page read, I don't think so. No, no, I'm joshing this. I did not when I picked up the book, The Time Traveler's Wife. Um, from the title alone, I did not anticipate getting so aroused as I was throughout this. Book. And from him, yes, that that's what caught me off. Yeah, I think out of well, everybody, 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 everybody in this book was just naked mm, at just one point. Pure sex. Really. I can't think of any books where with more nudity than this book. Mm. Mm. And written nudity is the best nudity of all. We're talking about the power dynamics between the relationship between Henry and Claire. I feel that we've, we've we have to dedicate a lot of time to Henry. I want to spend a little bit of time on Claire herself. Um, we have mentioned that she is possibly the one who's doing most of the uh, heavy lifting in this relationship. She is the epitome of a wife waiting for her absent husband for the most of it. And we've also brought up the idea that she may well have been well like chrono groomed by like her, her husband to be so I mean we're all we're all men here we're all men here I would like to get a woman's um, point of view but we can't so I guess we'll just have to superimpose one upon our man brains and try to think about what it must have been like for this for this woman to basically be in a secondary position to this man for most of her life and and just be cool with it I guess hmm she have a job Yes, she's a she's yeah she's a paper artist. But she can't really hold down a steady life. They can't have children, for example. Which they do have trial of children. Yes, but she's worried that they'll be time children. Yes, and then so he chops his dick off. He gets a vasectomy. It's not the same medically. A vasectomy, he just chops his dick off. It's not how that procedure works. Metaphorically, it's like you yeah you are chopping a dick off. You might as well be chopping a dick off. You might as well not infertile. Yeah. Might as well, yeah. <laughs> I, I take exception to the you might as well chop your dick off because you're not gonna use the pee or anything after that. <laughs> no, but you can just have a bag. Like as a lot of people do that and it saves time and so, you, so you can go to concerts and you don't even have to there's no where's the loo? I need it, I need to go to the loo because you have the bag there. So your point you might as well chop your dick off. Your yeah. point is that fertile men may as well not have penises. Essentially, yeah. I, yeah. it's a, what is a penis? It's just a it's a vehicle for sperm to come out of. You know, if you, you want sperm to produce, then a vehicle. Huh? A vehicle, not a, a tool. A transport. Yeah, it's a transport utensil. A tube. A tunnel of. A kind of tube. A tunnel. This is thinking as a woman, of course. This brings us to the next point in the story, which is uh, Henry and Claire's daughter, Alba. And she turns out to be a, a baby who has complete control of her uh, of a chrono impairment genetic disorder. Mm. And I, I, very I, lazy though. I, she doesn't go back in time and kill Hitler. Nope, not at all. Not she at all. goes back in time and aids Hitler. So in, in this world, do loads of people have chrono impairment? You know what? It's never really um, made explicit. Henry, as far as I know, is the only person who actually has this um, disease, yeah, which has, has his name. name. Well, exactly. It's not called. It's not called the Tambor syndrome or the Tambor's complaint. It's called chrono impairment. So it must exist elsewhere. Apparently, like if you had a disease where loads of you had twelve legs. Yep. And you were the only person in the world. They wouldn't give it like 
Schumann's syndrome or whatever. Yeah. Like, that guy's got crazy loads of legs. Would they call it like a, There wouldn't like, be like research into it. They'd call it a. Uh, they wouldn't call it anything, that's my point. The fact they've called it something <laughs> implies that. Probably. No, they, they wouldn't. I think they call it that. Okay. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> he had legs. They'd just be like, he's got loads of legs, that's fine. Um, okay, but what the about. The fact they've given it a name implies that there's re been research done. Okay. They know it's genetic as well. It's true, it's true. So What's, it's, it's, is this, are his parents ever mentioned? No, his dad, his, I think his dad is mentioned at one point as, as having the disease um, earlier on. So yeah, it, 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 does, it does come up, but like it's, it's never given his name. It's not like Lou Gehrig's disease, for example, or Kreutzfeldt Jakob disease. Which is weird because Lou Gehrig's disease. Jakob was, disease, like the Everton yes. no, it's defender. Lou. Oh, yeah, because he's related to Mad Cow. Well, well, what do you think of the, um, the, the proper way to name the disease? You, should you name it after the person who suffers from the disease or the person who discovers the disease? It's very vain to name a disease after yourself. Yeah. Uh, but also not vain. Hmm. Like imagine if cancer had been called after John Jonathan Cancer. Yeah, or just it was. I don't know who. I mean, cancer probably wasn't discovered by someone. But if it was just called like Hen Winkler, oh, I've got Henry Winkler, and then it would be awful, yeah. wouldn't it? I've got, I've got hepatitis A. <laughs> Um, Dan, you raised the point about um, Alba helping out Hitler because she has complete control over the time periods she yeah. should go to. Um, funnily enough, there is a moment where Henry also goes to a, a, a major event in history, which is 9/11. Um, uh, he goes to he, he goes back to the time uh, the day of 9/11, and sorry, do you mean the the 11th of November. the ninth of November? Yes. No. 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 The uh, I, I see the confusion here. Like, yeah. No. I'm talking about the 11th of September 2001, not the 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 9th of November, and not the boy band 911. Okay. Um, this is we're talking about that pivotal moment. That, he uh, doesn't go to New York though. So not, not on the 91st of January. Um, he does. I mean, he was. I think he was. He, he's he lives in New York. He oh, works right, in okay. uh, the library. I thought there. he just went to 911, but he was just in Vancouver. I he thought he was just in, in a in a Porsche. On the, uh, yeah, on the 11th of September 2001, despite knowing that like um, what's going to happen, he gets up early to listen to the world being normal for a little while longer. He can't prevent 9-11 because he doesn't have access to the Bush administration. Yes, okay, alright, so that's And also why he's in on it. <laughs> he, he, had, he put all his money in gold that day. Did gold go down? I can't remember. I, think I can't work out why anyone would want to fake 9-11. I don't know how it would affect gold prices. It's going to get us up, I don't know. As everything, every time anything bad happens in the news, I'm like, quick, buy up all the gold. Because uh, gold's stable. But the, uh, the airline tickets actually went down, the prices of airline tickets, maybe he just really wanted a cheap. Cause Cause so you, you know, to be honest, like if you're time traveling, the one thing you want to do if you've got limited time in one period is, mm -hmm. is you, you want to get up and get up in a plane. Yeah, I mean, you can travel in time. Doesn't necessarily can you travel in space? Um, you, oh, I want to go to Beijing in three hours. Can't do that, can he? Well, Especially he kind of can because like he, he travels to when Concords. Running yeah, <laughs> he, he kind of can travel. He ends up in uh, specific times and places, dependent upon what his mindset was at the time. Okay. So that's why he's able to visit Claire when she's a child, living out like in a different part of the world, and then he has to make his way back to wherever. So how does he make his way back? Well, no, he just sort of like waits out his time because at some point he will he will return back to the present. He day. always waits until nine eleven. 
and then buys loads of plane tickets the day after. Yeah, yeah. and, and just, gold. He, he buys up <laughs> gold from plane tickets. He's got loads. He's got so can jet fuel <laughs> melt gold? Yes, of course yeah, well, it can. Obviously, okay. but he's that's he's, not the point. That's not the that's not the point, Harry. Well, the point is last week the alchemist trying to make it. gold and no, but there was no reference. But we figured it out. There. The way to make gold is to wait till nine eleven happens. And then buy loads of gold, and then yeah. you can put the yeah. gold and all the plane tickets away in a box. And then when you come back, yeah. you know, ah, I've got my gold and my plane tickets. You know, plane tickets are like a transferable <laughs> resource. You've got to buy them for like a day and time. You can't be like, I've got a lot of plane tickets. I can go on a plane whenever I want. But they were so cheap. <laughs> they would be helpful the, for me was, as a time traveling you, man. You but they were so cheap after 9 11, he just bought one for all the dates and time. Oh, right, okay. To where though? <laughs> to everywhere. They were, they, they were paying you to. How are you plane? paying, sir? Uh, gold? <laughs> you accept gold? I I, I, I I took no chances. I bought gold bars and here's some Nescafe gold blend and all these copies of gold. The song. Um, recordings of UK TV gold. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, that's one way to put Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, so, Alba's been born and she points towards a, a kind of a positive future for... Uh, uh, people suffering from the terrible disease of chrono impairment because Alba can control like where she goes back in time and how she and w whenever she does it. something that's not afforded to Henry unfortunately Henry uh, eventually travels to a period of time where he is lo one locked outside of his like uh, his his emergency stash of clothes and ends up and getting frostbite gold and, and gold and plane tickets. He ends up getting hypothermia and getting, losing his feet to frostbite. When he time travels again, he ends up uh, being lost in the forest where he's shot by Claire's brother and he travels back one more time to the present and dies in Claire's arms. Pretty depressing dark stuff. I mean, it's not as if like time travel was portrayed as a big barrel of laughs anyway. But what do you think that this sudden Real sudden like lurch into darkness and misery. Uh, what are they trying to say uh, in this book? What is Audrey trying to say? You've got to deep, look at it from deepness. Deep, well, deepness, yeah. You've got to look at it from uh, Claire's brother's perspective. Okay. I mean, right. the reason he kills him is because he knows he's been grooming. He's freeing Trifery Claire <laughs> from the clutches of this time time pedo. And, and also, uh, he tried to get a plane ticket, but he couldn't get one because. Henry bought all the tickets. He tried to get his wife a gold ring, yeah. couldn't get that either. Also, Claire's brother was a uh, Yukon prospector. <laughs> and he was like, ah, where's my gold? Where's my gold? I like that bit. I thought that was really good. I like especially how they drew a picture of him and he looked like the man on the box of golden nuggets. That's a good cereal. Actually, no, that's a rubbish cereal. It's too... Oh, flip-flop, uh, you do. <laughs> I, I, I forgot about how bad it is. Kind of had a very gingery taste. I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't ginger? It, yeah. You give yourself a ginger. I am. Doesn't mean I have to like the food ginger. <laughs> Does it not? I like brown. Do you like brown sauce? <laughs> like brown sauce. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> how dare you? Do you love... Newcastle <laughs> brown <laughs> ale? Newcastle <laughs> 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 brown ale. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I like Chinese food. <laughs> yes. 
Do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? I don't know. I just feel affinity for it for Why? some reason. This is a deep connection. Uh, yeah, I like, like that. Uh, do you Good like reason. <laughs> so, yeah, um, the sudden death of Henry, which isn't so sudden because obviously it's been foreshadowed at the beginning of the book. How did you feel when it happened? Did you feel was it? Is it tragic? Is it inevitable? What does what does what does time travel do to the ideas of fate and determin determinism? Um, when you know how it's going to end, Good is things. death any sadder? Hmm? Good themes there. Yeah, exactly. Very I think good. So. I think so. I, well, it does mean he's able to somewhat retire his loose ends because mm. he was annoyed about all those loose ends. Yeah. Lying about all the place. So he's, he's able to. It's a less of a sadness than a death that's yeah. non foreshadowed. I yeah, think. but he's clearly thinking, I bought all that gold. Who's going to get that gold? That's true. He leaves it to Alba. Yeah. That was the subtitle The Time Traveler's Wife. Subtitle Who's Going to Get That Gold? <laughs> I mean, either way, he, he dies multiple times. He, he gets shot in the face. Um, the only person to get more shots to the face and survive is Audrey. Hey! Whoa! <laughs> no. I'm cutting that bit. I was see the punchline to the joke I was going to say. Okay, so we have got. Um, so Henry dies, but that's not the end of the book, obviously, because uh, we are still left with this moment that Claire um, has to raise her ch uh, her child, Alba, uh, by herself. And she knows that uh, at some point that Henry will return to her because he's a time traveller. Um, can you can travel I just check, why, her name was Alba? Yes. Alba the Fifth Musketeer. Was that why was she that? named? Oh, no, wait, no, you're thinking of Albert the Fifth Musketeer. So why, why is she named Albert? Albert, as in A-L-B-A. Like, as in like, 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 like the... Yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 so exactly. I don't know, I was going to bring this up. What does, does anybody know what the word, Al does it have a... Jessica Alba. It means Jessica Alba. <laughs> it's the Latin root, of course. Yeah, Jessica that's Alba what comes from her. From the Latin for Jessica Alba. And people go, well, what does her name mean? No one knows. It's a mystery. What's yeah. happened to Jessica Alba? Oh, she was in Sin City. Yeah, I know, but that was like a hundred years ago. I think she was in Sin City too. What is Very Jessica Alba up to these days? Lying on a pool of money, I assume. <laughs> is she that rich? I mean, well, like... she was in a lot of teenage rank fantasies, and those pay. Get royalties for those teenage wank fantasies. Um, they do. They do. Are they're a guaranteed source of income? That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, it was a good, good I'm series to cash in of on the market, but it's not Teenage wank fantasy one was my favorite. No, I mean actual. You know, when you're a teenager and have a wank, you have to pay whoever's in the ten pounds. You have to pay a man in the park, and, <laughs> and, he, um, and he hands it on. Yeah, he would basically say like, "I've got." Yeah, some I'll, I'll make sure it gets to. I put on this wig, and you have to call me Jessica. To Mary Poppins, the fictional character. Yeah. make sure it gets to her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was um, that was how they used to do it in the Victorian times. Um, that's what like the uh, character of Bert in Mary Poppins. That's what his job was when he was not moonlighting as a chimney sweep. Uh, chim chimney chim chimney chim chimney chiru. Yeah, it was a euphemism for meeting kids in the park. <laughs> Telling uh, money, making sure And showing them to... pictures of Jessica Alba. No, it, it's the imaginary. He doesn't show them the pictures, they have to imagine it. I don't know, I, I always thought that he'd have a picture of Jessica Alba which he'd just hold in front of their face and say, you, you do your business. And then have your way. Yeah, and, and then that would be five pounds, please. <laughs> Give four pounds fifty of that to Jessica Alba. He keeps fifty p. It was a foolproof system. Mm. I mean, you, there was no talk about buying gold in those days. You know, like, well, it's capitalism, isn't it? Yeah, it's just capitalism at its core. The foundations of our economic system was all built upon men in parks and pictures of women to young kids. Uh, 
and I think it was the oldest, the second oldest job. The oldest job was prostitute. Yeah. The second oldest job was showing pictures of prostitutes. Pictures of prostitutes. Yeah. Pimp, effectively. The pimp. Yeah. What came first, the pimp or the prostitute? Mm. I think the prostitute. Probably the prostitute. Yeah. Because otherwise, the, the pimp prostitute. would be pimping nothing. Exactly. The pimp was like, "Hey, I want you to be a prostitute. What's that? Oh, here we go." <laughs> but, but maybe he was selling demand for this fictional thing, and then and then creating the demand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Creating demand. Yeah. Like a digital marketing agency. Right, inventing a job and then getting people to say, yeah, that sounds plausible, <laughs> I'll do that. I mean, prostitutes are pretty hard sell if you're inventing a job, really. <laughs> I've just invented a job. Oh, tell me what I have to do. You need to have sex for money. Oh, and by the way, I get some of that money. Why? Because I invented the job. <laughs> it's worth capitalism, isn't it? Well, yeah, another reason to cut off your dick. <laughs> Yeah, save you from the pimps. <laughs> okay, well, so, okay, so the ending of the book, we have um, Alba, who has the same uh, genetic disorder as Henry, but she's able to control it. And even though Claire's heartbroken at having lost her husband, she knows that at some point she's going to see him again. And when she's in her 80s and he's 40, like you said, they meet, and the last scene of the book is of them reunited after this point. Now, what what do we think this book has to say, and that ending has to say about the uh, about love, about true love, relationships, and the effect of time on relationships? Time heals all wounds, but not if you're a time traveller. Mm. Then it doesn't heal. I mean, maybe it does. Yeah, How does, does time affect? Does he get older as he travels through time? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He does. He does. He's. He's basically. He's. He's kind of like the. Um. The constant person who's like kind of who who is aging, and he will be deposited at random points in time, and then he will turn back and expect to carry him the rest of his life. Um. But he is like imagine if Kyle Reese from the Terminator, the first Terminator, or, yes. or Marty McFly or Doc Brown were just traveling randomly at points in time. They're always getting older. So technically, they'll always be like a few days or a few months older than everybody else that they know once they've returned to their actual timeline. Yeah, it's impressive that, well I suppose it's quite hard for, he's lucky he's got her, really. Yeah. I mean that's what, she's the real hero of the book, because he could make a real relationship. He could just have no, a series absolutely. of one night stands. Absolutely. I think <laughs> these time travellers should only date other time travellers, it's not fair. Yeah. There should be something called Time Tinder, I can't think of a good well, this time. Exactly, this exactly <laughs> led to Tinder. No. <laughs> no. Cocktail. 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 As in. As in clocks. As in clocks, but. And what's that taking off? Da. Of? I don't know. <laughs> Tinder. Cocktail. I thought there was an actual app that you actually like. Cockdar. <laughs> um, must be a gay dating app. It's like a radar. It's like a radar for clocks. <laughs> is there a gay dating app called Gaydar? No, I don't there think there is. I'm gonna look no, it up. I think there is. Yeah. I'll see you on there. This is a great name. <laughs> well, if what? there's not, I'm gonna devote my life to making one. <laughs> Why? What time is researching that? Um, let's final. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Final thoughts on the time traveler's wife, Josh. Um, good book. Uh, positive review from me. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it, I liked its deepness and its and all the themes were very good themes. Well chosen, and uh, I like I, I liked the characters as well. Really good characters. Really good. You like the good characters. I think I like them just because of how good they are. Okay. If they weren't that good, then I wouldn't like them. But I, who's you your favorite? Who's your favorite character? 
Uh, I like the guy in the toilet stools. The guy who's doing sex cocaine. (laughs) Sex cocaine, but in all of the clubs that Henry went into, because because he because the thing is is that he was also I think he was actually my my theory is okay I think I think they're actually right a new one and I think that that person at toilet stores was his granddaughter. Oh, okay. Who okay. put on a moustache, drew on a little moustache, and then went into all the men's toilets so, and just waited because she knew she knew what wet time because she heard the stories from right. her grandma. Right, right, right. And I, th- I mean, uh, best character. Best character. Just Guy in the stores so may or may not spiteful. have been Alba. Just so spiteful with a fake moustache. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, totally moustache. That's great. I mean, uh, did you? I mean. Did you take any lessons from this book? Uh, uh, as it pertains to like what it said about men and women and relationships in general? Yeah, don't. I think don't don't cut your dick off. This is a good one. As always, he didn't. Same. He got a vasectomy. I don't. Yeah, but that, you still <laughs> listen. Look, read if you read like the book, then it, you, it still says it doesn't. It, it's not a pro dick cutting off book. Would you say that, Dan? No, I don't. Because no, no, no one cuts their dick off in the book. Oh, that's my case. Is it? Yeah, because no one cuts it. No, but they do though, because in, in a sense. But but it, but it's really important to, to to just remember what you said is that they don't promote dick cutting off. Yeah, but they so don't promote for, a lot of things. But as a major, they yeah. don't promote. I think a major Coca Cola. Yeah, I'm loving they this. This is a sort of like passionate debate that I <laughs> hope this like. So, I'm sorry, but provoke. there's eight billion people on the earth at the moment. The, the world. Someone should. Someone. Really if you could go back in time, I would cut off my dick and... You don't have to cut off your you dick like, to make yourself infertile. Would you, you like me like, but I can travel in time now, won't need this, chop. <laughs> like, it's that, that's basically what you said. But you should, and, and then the dick travels independently <laughs> through time, and it's just a dick and that also, just appears also, in different time, time periods. How much time have you wasted urinating? If the urine has to travel another 13 inches Exactly. It's the worst of a lot of time. You don't pee by putting your penis onto the urinal. It's true. No, what? No, 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 because you mean your bladder has to contract, the water has to spend time going. Serious question. No, Serious question. Yeah. How much time do you think you'd save of peeing time you by chopping your dick off? You wouldn't save any. A lot. A lot. <laughs> you don't. Of course, <laughs> hey, if you're talking about my dick. Of course you wouldn't save much time. Yeah. If you have a larger penis, you don't take more time to pee. Yes, you yeah, do. It does. <laughs> yes, you do. Look up Benoui's equation. I'm being serious here, right? The, the pressure for the sphincter at one end, right? And what's the, at the other end, that the Jap's eye, or urethra, yeah? That's atmospheric pressure, yeah. right? So the pre- pressure differential is gonna be the same, right? Yeah. Right? So the right. pressure differential is the same, so the, the force, force forcing the urine through is gonna be, of course it's gonna take longer, isn't it? Because it's pushing outwards exactly. on the walls of the urethra. I see. Ergo, chop your dick off. Exactly, <laughs> thank you very much. Save time. And that's what I thought of the book. So it was like, Chopping the but dick off. It's harder off. to aim if so you're basically saying chopping the dick off, which I thought at first was a commentary on procreation, has turned out to be more of a time saving measure. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. Um, on this note, there there is a gay dating app called Gaydar. Oh, okay. Apparently, on it, you can uh, meet browse <laughs> millions of guys. You can find the right man. Uh, you can see more pics. You can find guys anywhere. And it, you get to see their clocks. Uh, it's been rated <laughs> four out of five stars. And presumably, this hat was made to save. Time. Yeah, to save. Well, I can think of another way to save time. (laughs) But if you cut your penis off, you'd be much worse at aiming. So you'd have to spend more time mopping. No, no, no. He's he's failed. (laughs) 
You, you spend more time because aiming. Because Mobius, Mobili, <laughs> that's, that's not an equation about aiming. <laughs> it is. Well, Look, it's smaller. <laughs> you, there's less mass on it. You can. But if you've got no penis, there's nothing to aim with. You have to aim with your whole lower body. Well, Dan, I'm sorry, but I think we're going to have to agree to disagree. <laughs> I think we should all cut our dicks off. <laughs> or not uh, go, cut your dick off. Uh, I, I have to admit, I'm slightly being swayed by this time-saving measure. Like, I know for a fact that I'll be peeing tonight and asking myself, there has to be a better way. Speed equals distance over time. That's true. That's very exactly. true. The time of your dick is equal to the speed so if the distance divided. <laughs> so distance... Because you've got a tiny one, boy. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah! Lads. Please uh, cut that bit out. And cut it off. <laughs> okay. Aaron, what did you think of the book? Final thoughts? Um, yeah, I thought, um, as in the kind of narrative, not very good actually, but as a kind of reproductive propaganda and time-saving propaganda, the state's heaven, ha ha he should have called this the one habit of highly effective people. <laughs> Chopping your dick off. Chopping your dick off, exactly. Um, but that, um, as a non-fiction book, it's quite good. The, the, the time travel, the, the uh, chrono impairment, it's all voracious. So, mm. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I think. I think. Um, did Did you Did you Um. I mean. Did you think feel that at the end of this book you'd learn anything more about this uh, uh, genetic disorder or women? Yes. I, I think. Um, I think. If you want to get with a woman, you have to go back in time and groom them. That's what I learned. And is, is that your excuse? <laughs> I don't think this book's like the new version of the game. <laughs> I don't think that's the intention of writing it. I, th I thought it was. I thought it was some sort of line. Yeah, isn't her name <laughs> Audrey Neffenegger? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. Yeah, Neffenegger, right? Oh, oh Negger. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, neg yeah. Her, yeah. Her, Negger, Neg Her. Yeah. Yeah. Neg. Does he do any negging in the book? Any time negging? Yeah. He goes back and he goes, you don't even know about the internet! Yeah, goes like, a, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fail to prevent 9-11 from happening because you don't look good. Because your, your hair's rubbish. I think Classic you, time neg there. I think you might have missed the definition of negative. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. No, that's just insulting and then... <laughs> Isn't that the same thing? Aren't they the same thing? And then threatening to commit atrocity. <laughs> Women love that. I'm not saying that I committed 9/11. I'm saying I'm just gonna let it happen because that's a yeah. poor dress. Negging, me <laughs> negging is meant to be like a shrouded compliment or something. Be okay. Like you're pretty. You'd be pretty if you were less ugly. Oh, right. Oh, okay. 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 You'd be you're, shallow. If yeah. You're more deep. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I I would I would you're the kind of girl that I would totally prevent 9/11 for, but I'm not. No, that's not a neg. <laughs> a neg, a 9-11 related neg would be, uh, <laughs> you're the kind of girl that could inspire 9-11. <laughs> yes. Because you have a bush. Because you're, yeah. Cause you're <laughs> I don't know. Because you're a bush. <laughs> okay. 
That checks out. That checks what? out. Yes, it gives a thumbs up here. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't asked him yet. Oh, I haven't okay, asked him sorry. Yet. But you, you, those are your final thoughts. You thought that like um, Time Traveler's Wife is basically a time traveling version of the game. And time saving tips. <laughs> time saving tips. Yeah. As in not having a tip. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Dan, final thoughts. I, I, I mean, I've, I've made. I'm not a big fan of this book. Right. I think it's a creepy book. I think it's very confusing. And I prefer books that happen in a linear nature. Right. Like okay. the Hungry Caterpillar. You know what's going on in the Hungry Caterpillar? Yep, he eats yep, a leaf. Yep, yep, yep. He goes into a cocoon. He becomes a butterfly. That's time travel, though. No, it's not. It happens in us. I mean, all time, everything is time traveling. <laughs> going forwards one second at a time is time travel. Yeah, but you said you didn't like time travel. I, I, I like the time travel when it is forwards and at a regulated pace, not all over the place. Just because you don't understand the pace and the time, the direction in which the time's going, doesn't mean it's not regulated. Yes, I suppose so. I suppose that's true. Because the mo movies forum. <laughs> Movies Forum says that. <laughs> Tell you, sorry, I interrupted. That's okay. Um, <laughs> well, 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 well. I just found it confusing. I think it could have. Um, I think it would have been a better book if it had not involved time travel. Okay, you thought it would have been a better book if it just been called The Wife. Yeah, <laughs> The Traveller's Wife. <laughs> just a guy who goes away. A lot of business trips. <laughs> the Traveller's Wife. I'm home, honey. What did you get up to? Ah, I've just been travelling. <laughs> just went to Hong Kong. I've got, right. a, I've got a genetic disorder, which means I have to be in a doctor. <laughs> I have no control over it. <laughs> I was just in Istanbul last night. No well, control over it. Use some of them I had to buy all those plane tickets. <laughs> What's all this gold in your cupboard, honey? No, you never it's asked me disorder. about that. I, I need to buy a hot plane ticket. Now I'm really glad I didn't stop 9-11 from happening. <laughs> um, okay, I, I have to say that I quite like this book. I thought it was a... Um, a wonderful little metaphor about the vagaries of love and um, a, a metaphor just for the, the just that that trope of the uh, absent husband um, at some points Claire compares herself to Penelope from um, the Odyssey waiting constantly waiting for her husband to come back from whatever ridiculous adventure that he's been on now is this a problematic book yeah not that has problems. Uh, like, for example, like the whole dick chopping thing. Can't really get on board with that. Um, the, the 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 buying gold stuff. Love that. Uh, big fan of gold here. Uh, if there was a way to reconcile having gold and not chopping your dick off, totally two thumbs up. But as it is, I have to say, yay to gold. Boo to dick chopping. Now. Um, I think that just about wraps it up for this episode of Faking Lit. Um, thank you very much for being with me tonight, gentlemen, and offering your thoughts on this book. Uh, hopefully everybody will join us for another episode uh, in two weeks' time. All I have to say is join us next week, and we'll see you then. Goodbye. Let me play you out with this uh, song. One. Well,